Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Hanan Basha. Welcome to another episode of Empowered to Grow. This time, I have my very dear friend, Munir Al-Kubesi, and she empowered herself to grow on so many levels by creating a business that is Good Life Market. And Good Life Market is all about health, and it's all about uh, pursuing wholesome foods. And that was inspired by her own journey of trying to find products, trying to find reliable information amidst this jungle of information that we call wellness these days. Munira, welcome to the episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, so I sent you, or actually I told you many times, mm-hmm. I said, Munira, I have my podcast, Empowered to Grow. Yes. What does Empowered to Grow mean to you? What did it kind of signify or um, represent for you? Well, I think we all need a few things around us in life to feel empowered to grow. Um, Individually, I don't think anyone feels empowered to grow on their own. I feel like you always need something or someone, sort of, Mm -hmm. to help you grow into the person that you are and the person that you want to be and to have the, say, the legacy that you want to leave behind Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, as I said in the introduction, you empowered yourself to grow on so many levels. So um, (laughs) would you share a bit about your story? Well, I was, if I take it way back, I always feel education was a big power in in my case. Uh, In my case, I had my bachelor in English language and literature, and that sort of opens up ways let's say for you to um and I'm not saying I know a lot of people might come for me if I say the Arab world did not have that much information in terms of health and nutrition I'm not saying that (laughs) I'm saying I wasn't exposed to that but that did allow me and open doors for me to um to let's say the health and the western ways of health and wellness and diet industry let's say at that time And then, so that with a lot of reading, and then I went on my, like, it started as a normal, basic, lose weight kind of journey. And I had an amazing dietitian. We're going to shout her uh, out since we're talking about amazing women in our lives. And she's Christelle uh, from Diet Delight. And she was amazing. She literally, and I think she formed my way of thinking of Mm. having this, knowledge-based changing behavior because whenever I go to her and I'm like I read about this and this and this and she will be like okay we can try that yeah and then and sometimes she would go and read more about what I said and sometimes she would read and come and tell me and our consultations would last for an hour an hour and a half and we will be talking about how I feel and the diet industry and the health industry and what's happening Um, And that's why I'm a huge believer that you get empowered with people and you get empowered with knowledge. Of course. 
So, and that, so when you sort of go into your health and wellness journey, um, and then you have my personality of being like experimental and I love ex experiment, experimenting with everything. So I was doing everything. I was mm -hmm. like, I did, I was vegetarian for six months. I was vegan, paleo. I did the, a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not saying that's a good way to go, but that's what I did. <laughs> it worked for you but because you like to explore and you like to understand your body. You're connecting to your body and that's it. It worked. And that's what I, would, I, I do tell people go experiment, but I, I do say go with feelings as well mm -hmm. and see how you feel. Like, for example, when I did paleo, I know my body thrived on it, but I wasn't happy eating that much meat all the time. Mm -hmm. Even vegan was good skin wise and hair wise, but also I was missing meat. meat. So always go based on your feelings <laughs> yeah. when you go into those things. But then um, I was also having difficulty like finding my produce and everything I wanted. So and because I had a huge following at that time and I was sharing my like weight loss journey online, I find that a lot of people are, are sort of going through it with the same thing of what I'm going yeah. like we were I was coming back from travel with a huge suitcase of products uh, and literally that's will be all the gifts I give to people like something yeah. like healthy snacks and such uh, so then I was like since I'm not the only one I might as well open um, open a store for everyone mm -hmm. and I really wanted good life to come in with a sense of knowledge and with a sense of um, just knowledge sharing based kind of business mm -hmm. uh it wasn't product based since yeah. the, the beginning uh we it, it sort of came from a hard kind of situation it's yeah. hard kind of place yeah it's so, a hard centered yeah. business because you you wanted yeah. to empower people with the knowledge as well yes yeah and hence we're doing a lot of workshops we do a lot of talks and we try and keep up and stay connected with people. And that's why I even encourage my team to talk to people whenever they come in. And I take my time talking to people. Sometimes we will be talking to a customer for 10, 15 minutes and they will share the, their diet and health and what's happening. And that's how you connect. And that's how someone feels connected to your brand and to your business. And that's how they know that you're, you care about them. And I never sell a product, even when they come and say, okay, what, what tastes good? I'm like, listen, if, it, if it's about what tastes good, I can give you a million products. <laughs> I can make you leave the store with a, a bags upon like bags of groceries. I know, like a, a thousand real bag. But I was like, it's not about that. Just take one piece, see if you like it or not, and then we can go from there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, and, and that is the essence, actually, of being empowered to grow. You're empowering them to grow with knowledge. But also, it's just not about knowledge. You have the execution part of, okay, I want to try paleo or I want to try keto or whatever it is. And you've yeah. got products to satisfy those. And I know yes. you also have products that are um, like for those with, with specific um, sensitivities and um, yeah. guidelines. So they're gluten-free yeah. stuff, GMO stuff. So, But I know that yeah. also your space is curated it's curated yeah. in a way that you walk in and you know that whatever you're picking up is is a healthy product one way yeah. or another yeah God, that's great yeah. And, so and that's you, what, can, you, can feel, you can feel you can feel safe first. yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that was the basis of our connection was was the yeah because you can see I I seriously remember when I started feeling overwhelmed like seriously you can be if you're a startup and weight loss journey it's a hard journey by all means Uh, and you can feel so overwhelmed and so scared and you have no idea what you're like what should I get? Is this good? And I see that and people like even when walking into our store, they will have the same fear I had in my eyes of yeah. like, no, but this is so so much sugar. But then you will have to take the the few minutes of your time and be like, you shouldn't be scared of sugar. And I take that time to be like, it's not about sugar. This has this and this and this. And, and this is what's going to get you during the day. And my only... The only thing is, and my concern is always not to make people be scared of food. Yeah. Uh, that's, my, that's one of my biggest thing, th- things in life. I don't want people to feel like um, I have to eat gluten-free. Then I have, no, I have to be scared of sugar or an item has to be less than 200 calories to be good for me. Yeah. Um, I want people at the end of the day to have a good relationship with food and 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 that I know with people it might not set well they might say but at the same time you have a story like a store that's dedicated to like healthy products yes my store is dedicated to healthy products but it's about having the option I'm not saying this is all what you can eat I'm saying this is what you can swap to make your diet a little bit better Better today than Uh, it was yesterday yeah yeah so but no one should be afraid of food. No one. Yeah, that's the point. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from from where you stand now, what yeah. advice would you impart on your 19-year-old self? Oh. <laughs> Do not yo-yo diet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should all oh. tell ourselves that. <laughs> oh my God. So I think I think oh there's a lot I would say. At that time. Um, like any, I would say any young adult, I was very fixated on weight, I would say. And everyone, even if you were not fixated on your weight, I think people were fixated on your weight. Yeah. And you sort of hear those comments of you should lose weight or you, you're this and this and that. And I remember um, I was I was in a like an, in a set range during my teenage years until mm-hmm. I, I got out of high school. And then I think normally I gained because of uni and uni just messes up your sleeping pattern, (laughs) your eating pattern and everything. So I gained weight naturally. But the thing is, I think in our culture, whatever happens in your life is not taken as a factor in your weight. They sort of like disconnect Everything your, else, your, just your, everything else is yeah. disconnected from the full image. They don't see you as a full image. Yeah. So I think I was also put under this pressure of, but you were always within that range. Yeah. So you should be in that range. And that's what I thought for the longest time. So I think I was under a lot of pressure to maintain uh, also, I yeah, like I went through a phase of hating myself for that weight gain, of course. Yeah. And then I also was pressuring myself to go back to my weight. Yeah. But then that weight was a teenage self that had 
a certain set of like number and metabolism and I'm sure it was higher than you when you're <laughs> older and all of that. So I think I would tell her to just not listen to what people are saying. I'll tell her to just embrace her body, embrace the journey as it comes. Um, and it's okay. But I would tell her to work out because working out was not part of like... That's true our routine or our life at that time. I think that's the only thing I would say, like, please work out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can keep everything the same, but please work out. (laughs) Because, I mean, establishing it as a habit, and I think that that is the bottom line here, that maybe our where we are and geographically we're not conditioned in that sense that, you know, we can enjoy the weather year round. So it is just understanding that could be habits that we can integrate and we can do different forms of physical activities, not just about one yeah. form, but something yeah. that and we can maintain. Yeah. It just wasn't part of our, like, let's say our, maybe I'm going to talk about my family. It just wasn't part of, I know I've seen my sister work out. Yes. But it wasn't, it was always connected to weight loss. Like you yes. work out when you want to lose weight. Exactly. You don't work out just to keep up or to stay healthy. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was always connected to working out. And I was, I did that even. I was working out whenever I want to lose weight and then mm-hmm. I would stop if I lost the weight. That's true. Um, Same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah. So then from a time capsule perspective. Yes. We're fast forwarding to the future. (laughs) What would you want your 90 year old self to thank you for? I think forever changing. I think I like, I'm always changing and that's exciting. That's for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) For anyone and for me as well, but mainly for me, I think she's gonna, I think she's gonna thank me for, always changing, always experimenting, always learning something new. Um, sometimes I joke about it, about having a million hobbies, but like not one profession. Like mm-hmm. I love arts and I'm into like DIYing things and I'm artsy in a way. And then I have the business side of me and and then I have the intuition and the, let's say the counseling side of me. And I'm like, Sometimes I joke about having a mil- being good in a lot of things, but not proficient in one. But I think at the end of the day, when I'm 90, she's going to thank me for being all of this. And she's going to enjoy being all of this. And for always embracing a new things, I, I try my hardest not to say no to anything and to try new things. So I think she's going to thank me for that. But but that's a beautiful thing because I we're we're humans. We're I yeah. mean we, we joke. I mean I joke and say we're not amoebas, as in we're yeah. not single cells, <laughs> you know, <laughs> organisms. We're supposed to evolve. We're expected to evolve, and we're yeah. supposed to yeah. to be to reinvent ourselves one way or another, just because we yeah. we change and circumstances change. Yeah. yeah, I think I think she's gonna thank me for saying no a lot. I say I say no to a lot of things. And uh, like any anything that's gonna not let me be myself and not let me self experiment, and I always respect myself so much and love myself so much. So I think she's gonna thank me for those things as well. Sounds Hopefully. great. <laughs> so if we were to sum up, 
you're yes. on a stage, you're talking yeah. to thousands of women. It's called Empowered to Grow. Your speech is Empowered okay. to Grow. What would be that last statement you leave them with? Ooh. I leave women with. I think I would just leave them with something very simple as listening to your gut. Just listen to your gut. Um, we were built up uh, to be tested and questioned and our intuition and gut feeling is always questioned. It's, it's always like our hormones come into play and uh, are you on your period or uh, we're always tested. We're always yeah. questioned, yeah. Uh, but our gut feeling never fails us. It's always right. Whenever you feel something is foul, it is foul. If you feel something is going to be great, it is going to be great. Um, just believe in yourself, even if, it's, if it feels lonely, even if it feels like no one believes in what you're believing or no one is seeing what you're seeing. Uh, just keep at it. It's going to happen. It's going to come. Uh, and be patient and be loving while you're waiting. It's it's hard. I feel like sometimes while while we're waiting for something to happen, it's very easy to be cynical and it's very easy to be in to be tough and to be angry and to be negative. Uh, but it's also equally hard to be patient and be loving and just have that mentality of it's gonna come. What's for me is gonna yeah. come. Yeah. Um, so I, I think just having this faith in ourselves that we know better and we know what we want and trusting in ourselves, I would say, I would tell them to trust themselves. I love that as always. <laughs> <laughs> so where can our listeners find you in virtual space? I'm going to include so, the links in the, in the show yeah. notes, but, uh, just, uh, if you'd like to mention the, the accounts. So I'm in, on Instagram mainly. I do share what I share on Instagram, on Facebook as well. Um, but I would say Instagram is where you can find me. I'm always sharing my life and good life dailies and everything happens there. So on Munira Kubesi on Instagram, I would say. Great. Well, thank awesome. you, my friend. Thank I you for this. having me. <laughs> and I, I know we will have possibly follow-up conversations in the, yes. in the near future. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. As always, Empowered You empowers others. And that is what we're preaching. And that's what we're advocating over here. Um, listening to these messages, understanding and listening to your gut is a way of empowerment. That being said, I leave you with and wishes of love, abundance and prosperity for you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, Join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that Empowered You empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.